What's going on everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world and then about a week later we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So let's bring on our guest tonight, Cigar Show Tim and Brad, Bradley Reed and Justin from Woo! Seal Cigars. Welcome What's going on, everybody? Now, Justin's Justin. behind me, and I'm just chilling out here. We're going to break House Maduro because we just got done filming one of our favorite shows we've ever done. Our absolute. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to blow it. I'm just going to tell people what to watch out for. It's not going to drop tonight, will it? We can't oh edit it. Yeah, we can't edit it down that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's the top ten states that we love talking to on the phone at Zeal Cigars. The top oh. ten states. Yeah, California's got to be at the bottom. California's got to be at yeah. the bottom. I think it was the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always forgot about it. We do, we do. They always want to know where they can buy a house. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. How's Phoenix house prices? Can we move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. close. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have something closer to me? Mm -hmm. So, uh, mm -hmm. uh, oh my God. And one, one of the... One of the Carolinas uh, got to be up there with the uh, I don't know, the accents. The accents get me. So, uh, yeah, I, Carolina just kind of pulls out of your mouth like molasses. It just looks like molasses. Just, you know? It just flows. It just flows a little bit. Those Southern bells down there. They, they're some yeah. girls. Uh, if, if you Boston would have to be on the other the other list of states we hate talk because, like I said, they just they could be nice to you like. But they, they just sound like they're being jerks all the time. With oh that, yeah, Boston with that, with that accent. Oh, yep. Hey, Boston, can have it yet? Yeah, now, give uh, me my uh, cigar. Yeah, yeah they probably, and and they probably get an attitude because <laughs> because as soon as as soon as they say something, that's what Brad says. Park the car in the harbor, and they're like, "That's exactly ah, this again." Every Stop. single time, they're like, "God, I talked to you like fifteen times, Brad. You should know me by now." And I'm like. Hey, dude, that's the only thing I got, okay? Yeah. I like them apples, you know? I mean, yeah. what do you want me to do? Yeah. Oh, oh not Damon. Yeah. So, uh, so what, what are you guys smoking? Or, or uh, You got the brick house. Uh, Tim, what are you smoking tonight? I've got a Perla de Mar Corojo, which came from a good buddy of mine. I think he's on the screen. He might be right right here. <laughs> yeah. That is that go. is a great. Now, now, Brad, uh, do you carry the Perla de Mars? Yeah, I do. I carry Perla de Mar. The, the, um, the uh, Corojo is a new blend. They just released, and I really like it. It's I good really so liked far. it. I did a I did a video about it a while back, um, and really enjoyed it. I thought it was some, it's, it's different. It's a different Corojo. It definitely has that smooth smoothness to it, with some with like some slight sweetness like that kind of threw me. I was like, oh, there's some yeah, kind there's, of slight, slight sweetness, but it's usually and there's no Corojo tang to it. Like the right, Corojo right, tang right. is there with it. That, like, yeah, spice I, I was wondering how, how, yeah, how, how they got that bite to go away. Because I mean, I like Corojo, and there are sometimes I really like that bite. And then mm -hmm. some Corojos, it just it's over the top, just like you know, just that bite. I, I refer to it like as a Jameson bite, almost like a, a mouthful oh. of razor blades. Oh, you know, so. Jameson. 
Kind of yeah. like McGregor was bit last night. Oh, oh. Oh. I hurt myself. I hurt myself. My foot hurt. Dude, what's wrong with your people, Kevin? What happened to our people? We used to be tough. Now well, the Irish have fallen. It, it, it's because someone paid him $100 million to box the first time, and then now now they're afraid to get hurt. Before they right. were you, – you, you guys know how it is, you, especially in your, in your review channels. When you're hungry – you're 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 banging them doors down. You're you're fighting the world, but then you get you know you get some subscribers under your belt. You get a little thing. You're like, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick back a little bit. I'm gonna take it easy. You know, I got I got a face to protect. So face to protect. <laughs> I'm you know, too so. I'm too small of a channel to be in that category yet. So <laughs> yeah, but but you but you had another channel. So you're and then you know yeah you're you're one of the Tim is and. Everybody always asks me, you know, like, what's the what's the secret of your success? And then a lot of times I said, look, 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 look with Tim. Tim is on the social medias. You, you know, with your new channel, you don't have a, a whole lot of followers yet, but everybody knows you. You know, everybody yeah. wants to be everybody wants to be big on YouTube and then just focus on YouTube. And then they only go to Facebook when they got a new video. Hey, come yeah. watch my new video. And then and then you don't see them for another week until, hey, come watch my new video. You know, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's totally, I'm just saying, Kevin's Brad, like throwing me under the bus in the beginning of the show. Brad, that's when, me. When, when I get to 100,000, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just, saying, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there right now. That's all I'm going to do. Just, do, we pay, still, do we post anything on Facebook yeah. yet? Once yeah. a week and done. Once yeah. a week and done, Brad. Yeah, that's that's, that's going to be your new motto. Give, give me my paycheck once a week and done. But, um, but Tim, Tim puts in the hard work. He's on, he's on Twitter, which Thank there you. aren't a lot of cigar guys on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that's in, in, Instagram, um, and, and Tim's all over. There. And if you got a question online, Tim's there. You know, so you know, I'll I'll, I'll point to Tim. You know, all the time I said, look, you know, look at Tim. You know, just everybody. Before you get big, people have to know who you are. And you, they mm-hmm. they got to be able to relate with you, and yeah, and that's just it's what Tim is. You know, Tim has done. Brad, Brad, everybody knows you because everybody's essentially watched you. You know. Everybody that that not everybody, but I would say Tim and I and, and and Jessica, like we grew up, you know, in the cigar world. We grew up watching Brad, so I mean, mm-hmm. it, Brad doesn't have to be on the social medias because we know everything about him as family and what he likes and doesn't like, and so he he doesn't have to be on social media anymore. That's not yep. why I'm not on social media. I, I do have a business I run sometimes. And- I do yeah, other that, things from time to time. There's, I got a business I run too, Brad. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, tell, okay, tell, okay, tell, okay. Tell, 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 tell me with a straight face that you that you would love to be more on social media. I hate social media. I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you, you this do. much right now. I hate yeah, social media. With a passion, I hate social media. I just do. Because it's a bunch of people who are – I'm sorry. If I go off on this, I'm going to send and send a lot. So I don't want to do – I don't want to <laughs> talk about social media – I just tried. It, it, I, I posted something up about my own kid the other day, and someone's like, "What kind of cigar did he smoke?" I'm like, "He's 17, didn't smoke a cigar, idiot." You yeah, know, I mean, I, I can't yeah. say idiot, but now that person I'm talking about, idiot. You know, yeah, so. yeah right. Well, exactly. And then people will say things to you, and and that's why I, I I you know we we retweet, we do some things, but Twitter's real bad too. People will say things to you on 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 social media that they won't have the guts to say to your face. They're in the More same room world. as you. They they would never Nobody say these the, mustaches on those. What do you call <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shut no. shut up back there, Bradley Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Bradley Rubin. That yeah, was great. Nailed it. That was a good one. 
the Franco, yeah, the Franco brothers. There we go. There we go. That's but awesome, Kevin, dude. Kevin, you're right because I mean, I texted you four or five days ago about a comment that was left on you know my video about improving your channel and always getting better. And why bother reviewing cigars if you're just going to stay the way that you are, unless you want it to be your own diary and mm -hmm. your cigar journal. And, you know, I got a comment, from, you know, a couple comments from one of my viewers and I welcomed it and I responded, you know, respectfully and said, hey, this. And, and he was like, yeah, I just don't get it. You know, you did this and you did that. You know, your videos at the beginning of your channel weren't the greatest either. And I'm like, thank you for proving my point. I, 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 I improved. So the right. purpose of the video went right over your head. But I don't think people in person would say things like that because they, it's easier for them to stay behind a keyboard. And maybe that person would. And if you would, I would welcome it 100 percent. But, yeah, there are times where you get the comments and it's like, ah, you're pretty bold right there. Well, I, I always I always I think I've said this to Kevin several times. I know I've said it on the show more than once. The most cowardly people post hate on social media. It is just absolute cowardice to post hate on social media. It just is. It's just cowardice. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, brutally honest about stuff and, you know, make sure you message somebody privately versus putting it up on their thing. But when someone has like full pages dedicated to somebody's downfall or dedicated to something else, yeah. or they, they just go from chat room to chat room, talk about, I don't like this person. You know, you don't know the whole story behind that. There is no story. It's, this is, this is somebody just trying to beg for attention. That's what they are. They'll stir the pot and then they just step back because we've all seen it like in, in chats and they never come back. They never yeah. they watch the input. So this thread, then this thread, this thread and next there's threads all over the place and they're just excellent, you know, just sitting back. They, they, they never come back. And it's just like, yep. you know, it, it's kind of like the YouTube you know, uh, um, the rabbit hole that, you know, three hours later, you're watching some weird video. You don't know how you got there, but same thing on that, those chats three hours later, you're arguing with somebody about something. And it's like, how did we even get here? And then yeah. you got to go back and it's like, Oh, cause this jerk said something and it made me mad. It caught me at the wrong, the wrong time. Cause you know, yep. we, we all get caught at the wrong time. <laughs> like, Oh, well, I don't have anything better to do for the next hour. So let's get it on. So, <laughs> I always have something better to do. I, I do. I always have something better to do. I'm like, I don't have time for this stuff. This is crazy. I do. I'm like, go get him, Justin. Yeah. Go get him. That's it. But, but Tim, you, you, you had brought up uh, the, the video that you just did, Why Bothering Reviewing Cigars. Um, it was a great video. Um, what, what, what is the one thing that, that – and I'll ask Brad the same thing, but uh, what is the one thing that bothers you most, I guess, about the, 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 the people starting the channels over the last, like – because in the last six months, they've blown up. You know, oh, yeah. um, what, what's the biggest thing that you see that that's irritating you? You know, it, it it seems like during COVID, because people were at home over the last year, when all the channels started and all these different things, there was this wrong perception, in my opinion, that I can just start a channel, smoke cigars, and I'll suddenly get 10, 20, 30, 100,000 subscribers, and life will be good, and I'll never have to pay for a cigar again in my life. But I want all of those benefits or what I perceive as benefits, but I don't want to do anything to show that I'm at the level that those things should come naturally because you've networked, because you've talked to people, because you've built relationships, because you've put work into your surroundings, your studio, wherever your set is. 
And look, you know, I called him out on, on that video, uh, Swanson Cigar Reviews. Adam Swanson is an up-and-coming cigar reviewer that I like. He's got clear audio. Is it the best aesthetics and everything? <coughs> no, but he's getting better and he's doing really well. So the biggest pet peeve for me is probably the people that have started the channel that think they should already be at 500 to 1,000. Hello, I've been over a year and I'm, I'm not at 700 yet, so hold your horses there. But they think that they should just explode quickly, but they don't do anything to back up the fact that they should be at the level of someone they've watched for two years. I, I agree a hundred percent. You know, it just, uh, everybody wants, you know, we, we, you know, it's, it's no secret. Like we, we mentor at any given time, probably six channels. Um, and some of them are not cigar related and, but, but we get so many requests, Hey, can you help me out? Uh, and then the, and it's always, if, if you ask the one question, I'll never help you. We'll get people, hey, I, I want you to, can you help me to monetize my channel so I can make some money? And then you go to their channel after they send you the link, and I'm like, well, you got seven subscribers. What do you, what do you mean, seven? You know, yeah. what are you, what are you going to monetize? I go, you, you haven't, you've put in no work. No. And then I, I always, I used to say, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're too busy to take on another channel, you know, but, you know, people that come out, hey, I need, I need help with my hashtags or I need help writing a good description. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll help them out get a dialogue and I end up going through the, all of their social medias, trying to help them out. But the guys that are just, uh, and, and gals, um, I, I, I would like to monetize. I'm like, have a nice day. You, know, you haven't, you haven't put in the work. So it's, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I can't waste my time. So yeah. Brad, I, yeah. Real quick. And I, yeah. I, I love seeing the new channels and some of them message me and they go, Hey, you know, thanks for commenting or thanks this or thanks that. And they're like, you know, how do I, how do I, understand the fact that you've had your channel for over a year you've been reviewing for nearly three years now and you're where you are why don't more people know about you and there are other channels that are like me so it's not you know i'm not singling me out uh, and i say i i don't care because i'm here to just enjoy putting out cigar reviews and if people enjoy watching them that's why i'm in it people go what's your end game i'm at my end game i'm enjoying reviewing cigars what else is there that i need to do others have other goals but it, it's funny how people go why haven't you grown quicker why haven't you listened Cause I'm not in it for anything more than having fun. Yeah. And, and, and there are lots of people that are like that. Other people have goals. They want to be a blend, like Ron real wants to be a blender. He wants to get in, into the industry. You know, um, I have different goals. I, I, I always had different. Mine was always, we always had a brick and or a brick and we always had an online store anyway. So that mm -hmm. was always the focus of ours. You know, the goals have changed, you know, now I'm producing cigars or, you know, making cigars. So it's, it's always, but there are people out there that, you know, uh, Gerald cigar artistry, he just awesome wants to guy. make, he, he just wants to make reviews. That's all yeah. I want. And there's nothing wrong with that because no. the guys that just like doing reviews put out the best reviews because there's no ulterior uh, motive. Uh, Brad, what, what do you, I mean, what, I mean, do you, I know you don't watch a ton of reviewers. Are you, are you seeing some things that from, from the kids, the children, if you will, that, that that's bothering you? Does that mean sure. I'm a, am I a godfather or an OG now? Cause I don't mind you, that. I mean, you are. I mean, I mean, there, there's, there's one other guy that might say, you know, his, his name begins with a B as well. That might say he's the OG, you know. Oh, um, Brian Glenn is the OG. Yeah, I, you I know. I don't know that you want him as the uncle, but he's an OG. Um, yeah. The, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry, yeah. sorry, Blaine. Um, the, uh, you know, uh, we started our cigar review channel back when Tim and I were together because there's two things. One, everything that we saw was crap. Everything that we saw was crap. And, and it was crap for two reasons. One, it was just, I didn't really like it all that much. It wasn't entertaining at all. 
And we live in America, dude. You have to be someone entertaining to grab someone's yeah. attention for something. You just do. That's why having two guys on a cigar review works better than typically just having one guy. If I just do one video by myself talking about cigar, not nearly as many views that when I have Justin on, all of a sudden he's like, ah, he's the yin to the yang. He's the magnum to the PI. He's the 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 stash to the mash. I mean, what do you want to call it? You know, um, the uh, did, I, did I say that right? That sounded, <laughs> really bad. sounded terrible. I don't um, know what my stash is mashing, but I want nothing of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the. The big, the big thing is, um, we saw there was obviously Brian, and then there was um, uh, Cigar Aficionado, and yeah. it was just, I mean, it was just super high collar, and I was like, that's just not me. So when we started, we started with with an, a, a mind of having a place for blue collar everyday guys could onboard, yes. you know, and do that, and that's kind of what we started doing, and I think it took off and had great success because of the chemistry we had. So I think part of having a successful review channel depends both on your honesty and integrity i think that's a big thing um second thing second thing is you just have to have something entertaining you have to be entertaining in some way um like for example the best of the video we just did we didn't talk about the cigars at all i mean yeah. like maybe five seconds you yeah. know and i told him i said this isn't a cigar review this is just fun you know at this point so um but i think you, i think being a true cigar review channel you can take times and do that because there's so much other content you've built um, and people also want that. They want the insight into your life. They want some of the insight into your business. And we talked about the top 10 states where we love talking to people. That's just a little bit of insight into our cigar business. So people want to know a little bit about yep. that. Um, so, you know, as far as like, you know, the younger guys coming up or the up and comers, I don't watch a lot of that. I mean, I watch a few. Um, but literally when I go home, I clock out and yeah. I live off my head. I really do because I'm here most of my day. Uh, and I caught, 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 spent time with my kids. I'm talking about motorcycles with my son. He wants to buy a motorcycle. And so we're looking at that. I'm looking at new helmets for my big fat head, you know, yeah. um, all those, all those things, you know, and, you know, I, 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 we're riding bikes together. So I think, um, I really think that like, I, it's a weird, I'm in a weird place because I sell cigars too. You guys yeah. sell cigars. I sell cigars. Did you hear that? <laughs> Was that a shotgun? No. It's a backfire? Yeah, it's a car. Sounds like a heck of a backfire. Did you hear that? It sounded like a 12 gauge through my I, 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 I think your camera actually uh, shook you a little bit. Shake? I was like, oh. Yeah. 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 Everyone's going out loud now. Like, what's just yeah. Who's dead on the street? Yeah, uh, but you've anyways, got, you've got to be genuine. You've got yeah. to be genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely believe that. I think if you're not genuine, people eventually are going to see it. Um, and so, and then people always question if you are. Like, we just did a blind cigar review where literally one of the cigars I said was better than a Davidoff Grand Cru signature was um, our two guns. Now, I didn't know what they were, completely blindfolded. And it's in, when, I'm, when I'm blindfolded, we do blind taste test. It is in Justin or whoever's doing the test's best interest to embarrass me. And I yeah. was embarrassed. I got it wrong. I got the whole thing wrong. Yeah, so the first one I smoked was a Davidoff, and I was like, eh, that's okay. It's all right. And then I went on the other ones. I liked almost everyone better. You know, so it's really interesting that even after this whole time, like there's still people just go, no, I don't believe that you were you, you didn't know all the stuff when you and Tim did wine reviews. And we did. And I did nail some things and I did biff some things, you know, so there's just that's just part of how and people are always going to hate and people are always going to, you know, 
particularly online, you know, like you said, Kevin, they're in their grandma's basement and smoking weed all day and they've got nothing better to do than go down the rabbit hole. Eventually they come to one of our videos and oh, right, exactly. You know, and all of a sudden they, uh, they leave a, a comment or something like that. So, but I, I usually don't read a lot of comments. I have been reading more comments recently because we've been asked by our audience to engage more. They've been asking, yeah, like, I would, I would like you to engage more and stuff like that. So literally, I think it was the other day where we played Call of Duty. Yeah. And they, we were playing, we were playing Warzone, Justin and I were. So we like talk outside of work. We like, this is something I, I never did with anybody before. Yeah. Like we talk and we hang and that's really genuine. It's not like something either of us asked for and not trying to like, what's the word? Um, uh, it's a weird relationship. It's it's not like, I'm, I don't know, it sounds bad. I'm not no, saying it's, like, it's literally like we're long lost brothers that didn't know we were related. It's kind of crazy because we're both from Ohio. We're both, I mean, we're both from, from similar backgrounds. So like with that, you have a lot of camaraderie that comes. So uh, that camaraderie flows over. So we were talking about this. I was, I was we we're playing Warzone together on something. And uh, Justin says, we got to do this. And we should do this with cigars in our mouth. And we should stream it. That would be hilarious. Because yeah. I, just so you know, I suck at video games. I am so, and you can see, I'm so terrible at it. But I like talking to somebody while I'm playing, and then Justin gets absolutely pissed off, yelling at me. He's like, my shoulders are heavy. My shoulders are heavy. I'm like, how does that fit into the game? He's like, I'm carrying you, you big oaf. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just terrible at it. But I like having fun. I'm just Leroy Jenkins and everything, running in and getting shot. My, my nickname is Bullet, Bullet Cushion. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's what it is. So, anyway. You know, and, and then you, you know, you had mentioned it, right? Um, uh, you recently published a video. Um, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it or not. I can't remember. You mentioned a lot. Uh, t- <laughs> 10 reasons, another 10, uh, that, that you still make videos. So give, give yeah. Tim, and, Tim and I some hope because uh, we, we've been doing this for a few years. You didn't watch and, the video? Forget and, no, 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 no. We're done. <laughs> I, I watched the video, but I want you to give your number one. Why do you still make videos? I I think um, this goes, I have other businesses I'm involved in too. So I have a very, very strong marketing, very strong creative side to me that I don't indulge a whole lot. And I I mean, I do sometimes with the brands that we come out, but I need an outlet for that. Um, And I like, well, I mean, part of it too, I used to be a pastor. I used to be speaking all the time. And so I'm not doing that as much anymore. And so that's a little bit of a pulpit. That's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a a thing. So, and, you know, I'm not ashamed of my face. So I'm able to address things like that and give some people some hope that might call in and say, Hey, look, man, or not call in, but like I run a talk show. That might text me there. How could you imagine? I know. That'd be crazy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Call number one. You suck! I hate your reviews! Why'd you break up with Tim? That's what happened when every call would be about that. I'm calling from Jersey. I didn't like you. Wait, you're in Jersey? Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, But, I mean, mean, the number one probably has to do with, like, the speaking, the creativeness, the wanting to connect with people outside of just here. I think that's part of it, too. Um, And my kid tells me all the time. He's like, Dad, it's weird. You're 47 years old. And you're on YouTube. You're just weird. And I'm like, I know. And I watch a lot of young channels. Like I watch, I mean, all, all the channels I watch are like, I mean, Scotty Kilmore. You wouldn't know any of these yeah. guys. Scotty Kilmer. I watch 
uh, a lot of motorcycle stuff. Uh, I love angry outbursts, like fights in the street. I just, <laughs> I'm a, it's a guilty pleasure. Oh, you asked me what my guilty pleasure was, Justin. So I didn't know this, but I'm just gonna tell you this, Kevin. I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna premiere it on your channel. I'm sorry. My wife's like, you should tell Justin this is your like dirty little secret. I'm like, what? This isn't dirty. I love her. I am the biggest Celine Dion fan oh, there I is. Took a video yeah. <laughs> I just did. And I was I was singing it the other day. I was I was like, you know, that's the way it is. And Jamie's like, if anyone ever knew this about you, they would just lose all respect for you. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna blow myself up. Yeah, I I, 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 I can care. I can sing every Spice Girls song ever made. Yeah. I like the Spice Girls. Now, now, does Justin know? Justin, do you know Bradley's biggest fear? Heights, bro. What's that? It's close. I'm pretty scared of heights. I am afraid of heights. No, no, it, it's a, it's actually the. You couldn't be more opposite than heights. I knew he was gonna go here. I knew freaking dying. No, he, 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 he afraid I'm not afraid of dying. He, he doesn't. He's afraid, deathly afraid of whales. Whales? Killer whales. Killer whales. Oh, I love orcas. They're awesome. That's what, dude. I had a terrible experience when I was a kid, where my I got a picture taken by Shamu in SeaWorld. He was in Cleveland, wasn't it? In Cleveland, Sandusky, Sandusky, Ohio. And the person was taking the picture, and Shamu came up, bounced off the glass, splashed water all over me, and I was like, "Nope, done with whales from now on." That's how, they, that's how they give you some love, bro, to get you a little wet. Scared, dude. Scared. So, so yeah, yeah, just uh, just tuck that nugget away, Justin. Just bring that out at the the most inopportune time. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, that, 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 that's that. that's so, all I that's all I ask. So so let's let's dive right into tonight's topic. Uh, um, uh, uh, aliens. So Tim, I don't know. Like we've never talked about aliens. We've never talked about any of this. Um, Brad and I have have chatted. Um, um, uh, previously uh, a little bit about aliens, but, um, but I remembered a, a conversation I had with, with all of our, our, our good buddy, Vic, the high desert man, you know, everybody, oh, yeah. everybody loves Vic. Um, he is, he's pretty staunch on his beliefs. There is, there is no wiggle room with, with Vic. What do you say? What do you say about aliens? I don't know what he says. Uh, uh, so, um, so he says that he's a firm believer that space is devoid of life. Save for us here on earth. He said that all things created in the universe were specifically for the adornment of man. That is it. So that that is for us to look hold at on, and on, enjoy. You need to go. You need to go get Vic. You need to bring Vic in. We got so, some logical questions. Should, should, should I text him or call him right now? Hey, so, uh, text Vic and be like, I got to feel like Vic need to get on. I want to hear about this. So so yeah. So uh, and, and I've always I've always been bothered by that a little. Not by bothered by Vic because he's he's not the first christian um uh that that i've heard say that like that is just in which i never understood because there are stars that we cannot see so how can we appreciate what we cannot see well first i have two things one if you don't like vic you're not human oh yeah most likable person in the entire world yeah without a doubt he's such a great guy and such a wonderful and that beard that beard game is strong it's strong with that one um that dude shaved the next day i saw him he had like a full beard like what happened to you (laughs) He's like, I don't know. I mean, I just didn't shave for like a month. I'm like, geez. Yeah, um, it's like down like, in the Santa yeah. Claus. It just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the so his his premise was that all things were created for what? For for the adornment of man, just for, for our the pleasure. adornment of man. That's it. everything that is out there is was was created by God, so we mm-hmm. we could bask in God's glory or just uh, okay. You know, you know, there's so, two yeah. different things there. There's two different yeah. things there, mm-hmm. like. 
if the premise is just that they were created for man's enjoyment um, in order to give God's glory, I guess I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. But if they were created ultimately for God's glory, then what you have there is like, were aliens created for God's glory if there are aliens? Uh, I don't know. Um, but I, I think the the there's there's like three different conclusions in the Christian faith in this thing. Just just to tell you know, there's there's three different conclusions. One is that um, aliens don't exist and they're demonic beings. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah, signs was crazy. It was crazy. Aliens, so I know. Go back and watch signs. Oh. Mel Gibson has producing it as demonic beings. Yes. Yes. Instead of aliens, it'll change the way you look at that movie. And, and if you are Roman Catholic, and I was raised Roman Catholic somewhat, I was more of a Methodic. I'll just uh, bypass that for a second. But um, mm-hmm. that, uh, but that's a very Roman Catholic thing right there. So the second is that. Um, when God created the heavens and the earth and it started to expand, it what in the world? Whatever blew up. I bet. I bet. There's like a fire truck out front now. Over here, at this, uh, over here? Yeah, right next door or across the street. Sorry. I bet that was a shotgun, dude. I it's bet like a 12 gauge. Yeah, there's a there's somebody. Oh, that's nasty. I don't know. I don't pray for him. Anyways, um, so so here it is. So there's that there, there's the idea that um that God created he could have created multi different universes with different people. The question is, could people on a different universe create something, but he didn't say that that's the issue. He didn't say that in the, in the Bible. The issue with not saying that in the Bible is there's a lot of things God didn't say in the Bible. There's a ton of different things that God never said in the Bible. What God said in the Bible was for our understanding of who God is mm-hmm. and our relationship to God. That was the whole purpose of the Bible. There's a, in fact, there's a verse in the Bible about the Bible. It's kind of interesting that says, if we were to write down all the things that Jesus ever did, I would assume that we'd run out of ink, okay, before we could ever do that because there wouldn't be enough ink in the seas to contain all the things that Jesus ever did. And that was just about Jesus, about let's just yeah. get what the first four books of the New Testament. We're just talking about that much. And that's okay. only two and a half years of life. Right, right, right. You know, um, so when you oh, when you think wise. when you think well, yeah, ministry wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you think yeah, he was thirty three, but yeah, we, we don't even get your life. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the baby Jesus. That's what I want to go for. Eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. Eight pounds, six ounce Jesus. I, I like to picture Jesus at a party. <laughs> um, but like in the third one is uh, there's just mystery to it. We don't know. We we really we really yeah. don't know. So I I think that I pretty much fall in between the the mystery and the uh, the God could have created something that we don't know about. You know, yeah. um, but here, here's the thing that I think is curious. Man, these firefighters are going over. I, I'm just telling you the scene. It's kind of crazy. They're all going to one corner. Something blew up over there. We don't know what it is. It's across the street, the building across the street from us. Something blew up. And they're pointing like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Sorry. Um, squirrel. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. The uh, um, So I don't think that we as people, particularly in the Western culture that we live in, are comfortable with mystery. I think we have to try to we make science like solve everything, and we want answers for everything. I and, and, and I'm just sorry. There's just certain things you can't you can't answer. Yes, you really can't. Now, yes. when I think it's when I think that somebody gets something in their head that distracts them ultimately. I mean, as a Christian, that would distract you ultimately from uh, understanding God or pursuing Jesus. Uh, that's when it can, can become an obsession or something wrong. And people do that with all kinds of things. They really oh, yeah. do. They, they they I mean. I've seen guys do it with cigars. Like cigars become their life. And I'm like, yeah, 
it should not become your life. It's a great habit to enjoy. I like what it does, and every, but if it becomes your life and everything about what you do with cigars, it's kind of weird. I mean, just, it, just it's facilitating fellowship. It's smoking a really good leaf. It's yes. enjoyable, but it's not like the end all be all of everything. It just isn't. There's bigger yeah. issues out there. Well, um, and here's 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 my take on it, Kevin and Brad both uh, yeah. is. We, as, as time has gone on over the years, especially with science and discovering, oh, there's this new galaxy, there's this new star that's a galaxy, all these different things. My take on it is God is, is sitting back going, oh, my children, you have no idea everything that I've created. And yes, it says right. God created the heavens and the earth, um, but, but he created the planets, he created the stars, he created everything else, and he hasn't revealed everything that he has done yet to us. So whether I believe there's aliens or not, uh, I... I honestly, I don't have a firm answer, yes or no, because I know that God is sitting up there going, you haven't discovered everything I've created yet, and you're using science and technology not to form your own conclusions, but to back up what my Bible, what my word has mm-hmm. already established and said. And so are there aliens? There could be. Does the word alien appear in the Bible? Yes, absolutely. The word alien appears in the Bible, but it doesn't appear as a an extraterrestrial being. It yeah. appears as someone that is an outcast or a, or a foreigner. And so I don't know one way or the other whether it's aliens. Is it possible? Absolutely. But I think God is just sitting back going, children, you haven't discovered everything that I've done, and you won't fully understand in your lifetime everything I have created and done, which is why I am well God. Well said. Well said. Well, I, and I think, but I, I also believe that, that <clears throat> because we are, let me keep this in mind, it's not too long ago that, that scientists believed that if you left a piece of meat out on, on the counter, that maggots magically formed. And yeah, right. Okay. And then they started, they started slow-mo camera stuff and they're like, oh my gosh, a fly laid, laid on there and laid eggs, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're well, not, it's, it's, it's the same with dinosaurs. People don't yeah. realize that like, we've only known about dinosaurs for like a hundred years, 150 right. years. I mean, right. that blows my mind that there is something out there as big as these creatures that once roamed the earth, and we just found out about them. Like, in like most, yeah. In most, and so, Tim, I'm assuming you're a believer. I'm, 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 oh, I'm not yeah. Watch. Okay, cool. Um, Born again the, believer. Been the, in church my whole life. Oh, nice. Um, so here's my here's my thought too. Like, particularly in the Christian faith, I think that that. In the, in the age of apologetics, that means people giving a defense for the Christian faith. They feel like they have to defend everything. They feel like there's things that Kevin's asked me. I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea, dude. I have no idea why that happened or why God did that. You know, and, no- and, and then I don't yeah. ask, like, because uh, I've seen other people ask, you know, like, and, and then really put Christians on the spot. Like, well, you need to back up. You need to back up your faith. And then I'll be like, no, they don't. They don't have to. They don't have to answer your questions at all. You know, you know, they, they believe for the set, you know, because that's what they believe. Well, you, you don't you don't have to you don't you never have to prove yourself. Well, no, the I faith think is I the never... evidence, evidence of things hoped for. So there's yeah. got to be a tangible reason for that faith or for that faith statement mm-hmm. uh, and the assurance of things to come. And, and so faith is the the evidence. So you've got to have something to stand on as your evidence, as your um, right. even if it's opinion that you choose to mm-hmm. view as a fact. You have mm-hmm. to have something to back up what you're saying. Otherwise, I mean, I could sit here and go, actually, I think all aliens are just unicorn riders because they've always been perceived as people and maybe unicorns are real and they just ride unicorns around from galaxy to galaxy. There's nothing to back that up at all. So you, you've got to be able to defend in your faith, even if you don't have all the answers, you've got to be able to at least contextualize some sort of a response to justify 
why you believe it that way. Tim, I'll take I'll take issue with you on that one because unicorns okay. are real. We sell them here <laughs> at Zeal Cigars for six to seven dollars a piece, and and uh, they are and they are on the and they are on the state or the, the the country flag of Ireland has a unicorn on its official flag. Well, then, I mean, Brad, you have to come out with a cigar that is a culebra, and it's got to be a. Pair of a- aliens riding a unicorn. Yeah, you know what? That's going to be something that I'm going to work on. I'm going to take that, but take that to the Lord and see. Pray about that a little bit. Yeah, um, right. But but the uh, but I, I do think that in our Westernized culture, there everything has to be science. And what you're seeing too, and this is this is kind of interesting. What you're seeing too is there there's a huge rise in in um, mystery religions, things like that that people get into um, rocks. I mean, we live just south of Sedona, which is, you know, the, the takeoff for the, for uh, all the Phoenix crazies uh, that that go there to enjoy all the uh, vortexes and um, space alien landings. And uh, am I missing anything? I mean, yeah. crystals or yeah, it's all, it's, a big, it's all energy. It's yeah, it's, it's all, all energy. Based on, you, like Earth energy. Yeah, you walk yeah. up there and they look at you and they go, yeah. "Your your aura." It's like yogi type yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, all right, okay, you're just. And they always have weed with them. That's for the reason they always say, I don't know why. <laughs> Weird. Um, they always have Weird. weed with them. Um, <laughs> Go figure. You know, if they don't have that, they drop some LSD or something I'll else. I'm my weed and sage, bro. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm going to say <laughs> they'll, they'll put it in front of you and they'll offer it to you at a good price. Uh, but um, because <laughs> it's legal here, but I don't smoke weed. Um, so anyways, the, the, the interesting thing behind that is there's this rise because for whatever reason, Christianity latched on to the age of science and felt like they have to defend or justify everything. And there's just certain things that are mysteries. I mean, there's certain things that as a finite human being, you're not going to be able to grasp no. about the mind of God. Like, okay, Augustine, St. Augustine said, um, if you don't believe in the Trinity, you lose your faith. But if you try to explain the Trinity, you lose your mind. Okay. I mean, that's, that. that's really, you could say very simply, like the Trinity is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one. Uh, they're, they're both, they're all God. And, uh, they all have separate roles, but they're all equally God. Now explain that. I've heard glass of water. I've heard egg. I've heard apple. I've heard all these different little things, uh, and nothing is sufficient. This is a great one from New Testament theologists. If, <laughs> if there are aliens, and I think there are aliens out there, then Jesus died for them to problem solve. Am I right, Brad? I love Nick. That's my boy, Nick. And I just... You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. Uh, and he's he's not far from me in Southern California, right? Nick, Nick, aren't you in like Redlands or something? I think so, isn't he? I think he's in like Redlands. He's like 25 minutes away from me. He's far. Yeah, he's far. He's not too far from uh, from me. A couple hours away. I will make a I will make a pilgrimage one day to uh, Nick's front porch um, for one or two reasons: just to knock on his door and say I love you, or to leave a bag of poop on fire and run. <laughs> yeah. so, what is your, you know, in, in your uh, um, um, discussions and your travels with with fellow pastors, um, uh, pastors, preachers, priests, whatever you want to call them, the, what's the, what, oh. what is the what is the consensus oh. on? I got alien? one. I got one. Oh, good question. Yeah, uh, the best one I've ever heard. I just got to tell you, I don't believe this, but I think it's the best one I ever heard. There's, a, you know, uh, in Genesis is it seven about the Nephilim? Heard about the Nephilim? The Nephilim were these mighty warriors of old and uh uh they're called you know mighty warriors of old men of renown there were these giants uh a lot of people believe that uh goliath was traced from nephilim heritage if you would um so or lineage and uh 
So there's a guy, I think it was, who was the guy who was always the end times guy? And it wasn't Pat Robertson, but Pat Robertson had him on. And Pat Robinson was talking. He's like, you might be right about this. He believed that aliens are real. And what they were, were they were demons that were mating with the rest of the Nephilim that were left there on Earth that we don't see. And maybe those guys with big feet that we don't see. You know? Um, and I was like, this is this is great. Is this really what's happening right now? I Not only did I clip it on, this is how old it was, on my TiVo. Uh, I clipped it on my TiVo. I think I still have the file. You know, because I thought yeah. somebody who's that creative and the dude wrote a book and sold the book and it sold like, you know, millions of copies. And I'm like, I'm going to write a book one day on how aliens really came from tobacco plants and how the word tobacco literally means alien in Hebrew somewhere. somewhere. And somehow I thought, I, thought that, that, I thought that's what Gurkha meant. Yeah. Gurkha meant. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Somebody has to always crap on Gurkha. It's, uh, yeah. it's just once a show. What's oh, that's what Gurkha meant. So, have they ever recovered from the whole can? So I don't, I don't care. Gurkha, yeah, so. yeah, they're they're not going anywhere. That I mean, it, it's like any, it's like any cult brand. You know, like I said, it just the 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 cultist will always turn a blind eye to whatever. You know, okay. it's like it's like you know Skip and Roma Craft. It's it's James and Sinistro. You know, it, it's Gurkha and Kaizad, you know, it's Drew Estate. You know, they all have, you know, Dunbarton, you know, it's, you know. Oh, yeah, know, they fight you know, Steve, Steve, There could be a video of Steve Saka scrolling down, you know, Las Vegas naked, you know, shouting at people. And the Dunbarton people will be like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, <laughs> they would. They would. He, yeah, yeah, he, he still yeah Saka's people like, it's okay. It's his Yeah, yeah, he still he makes good cigars. He was promoting his cigars. Yeah, that's yeah, that, doing, that's you know? it. So, got, yeah, it got him VR, so it's all a matter. Yeah, right? he, he, could, he, could, he could kick a dog while he was naked and everybody would turn the other cheek. You know, so. It's because the dog was about to bite him. That's why. I, yeah, I know, I know. yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll defend the dog, so. Uh, um, or defend Steve. So, okay, so New, New Testament uh, theologist, he, 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 brought, he brought up a good. Oh, we're getting a little feedback there. Yeah, I just got to go. Yeah. Are we good? Brad, you good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So I brought up a good because this is going to be the definitive for me because something's been bothering me for a long time now. So I'm, I'm going to read my, my notes here so I don't leave anything out. And they're probably completely wrong because I got it from the internet. Um, but I know the internet and TV because it's been blowing my mind. And, we're, and, we're, and I'd like to get have you guys give me the, the definitive of who he is, what what is going on is Enoch. So Enoch, so the father of Methuselah, the great-grandfather of Noah, one of the only two people to not die and be directly taken to heaven, heaven Elijah being the other one. I didn't know that. I didn't have to look that one up. Mm -hmm. the, dead, the Dead Sea Scrolls recounts the life of uh, the life of Enoch, yet the book of Enoch is left out of uh, most Bibles. Um, it is said that because in the third book of the text, he, you know, he talks about, you know, that he was uh, taken by an angel, also known as a watcher, um, took him into heaven upon a fiery chariot, a UFO. I don't know. He was brought into a crystal room within that chariot and shown many wondrous things. He also said 200 watchers were sent to earth to guide and teach mankind about everything from astronomy to weaponry. Um, and, and this is and and this, the book of Enoch. I guess yes, it. and this is only like one of the weird Enoch stories about alien abduction. Um, and a lot of people's like, so that that's why the church is scrubbing Enoch from history, from Christianity, from the Bible. 
either one of you go. I don't know who Enoch really is. I don't know the history. I only know what I read online, and that's what the internet wants me to believe. Well, I, I'll just say this. I am not super, super versed in the book of Enoch uh, whatsoever. I do know about it. I do know about the story you're talking about and everything else. But if we were going to try to scrub things out of the Bible, we would have scrubbed way more than that, oh, that yeah. sort of story. I mean, so this, I, this idea is that we edited down the Bible so that we brought we left in the best stuff that mankind could handle. That's not true. That's just not true. I mean, if you read the Bible for face value, just what it is, there's some serious stuff in there. You're like, uh, Lord, what? You know, yep. you're, why? Okay, I'm going to have to trust on this one because I don't get it. And I, I think that, that that's uh, to say, like, the church is trying to scrub out aliens or something like that. I don't think that's the case, no. you know, whatsoever. Plus, when the Bible was put together, uh, and Nick, help me on this. I can't remember what the council was. Maybe you know that too, Tim. Um, the Council of Nicaea, where they, they, they all voted on all the books to be involved. Um, and all the church was unanimous on that. Now, at the time, at the time of that, first thing I was around 200 years or so before Jesus is also written in a completely different language. There we go. See, t- go. He's, he's like the, he's the Bible college guy. He's a Greek, Aram- Hebrew, and, Amer- and Aramaic. Aramaic and the yeah. Apocrypha was different as well. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, but the Pseudepigrapha was going around during that time. The Pseudepigrapha literally means false writings. Yes. And so what they were were kind of fairy tales about Jesus or fairy tales about the first apostles or what have you, uh, very much in the realm of, of like CS, some of them were in like the realm of CS Lewis ish. That was kind of like fun little stories, you know, honoring to God, but never meant to be taken as Bible. Never meant oh, to be okay. as God's word. Well, and um, not firsthand accounts either. And, yeah. And none let's, of let's them be clear were. about that. You, you look, you look at the old Testament, you look at all the minor prophets, you look at the new Testament, the gospels, acts, the beginning of the church, Romans, you go all the way through Paul's letter to the Corinthians, the Ephesians, you know, all of them. Um, it is first-hand accounts. It is not not what you would uh, compare to a a culture, you know, pick whichever one you want, that passes down um, uh, stories as a legacy. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 firsthand accounts. It, it's not the the story of oh my great 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 grandfather went and killed a buffalo with his bare hands and his family ate for six months and they couldn't explain it. it it's 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 not. It, it's all firsthand accounts and it is it is breathed by God, inspired by God, and it was all written from people who were there with right. firsthand accounts or dreams given to people who were there with firsthand accounts, i.e., John, the Book of Revelation. Yeah, who was the. Uh... Uh, oh, it's like it's like it's like if Bonhoeffer, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who, oh, yeah. who was a Christian in uh, the uh, concentration camps and helped many Jews escape, tried tried to try to do so many so much things for so many things for the Jew. He wrote firsthand accounts of what he experienced in the concentration camp. And then what if I wrote that and I released it, you know, years later? I wasn't I was never there. Oh, okay. I, was never there. I would just tell you things like that, you know. So even though it was written beforehand, I mean these are these are obviously fictional stories. It. Nobody, and the reason these books come up all the time is, I'm telling you, it's just, it's because we don't want to believe. We want to create something else because we'd rather not have anyone tell us how to live our life and live our life as good Americans in ultimate freedom and ultimate independence, even from God. I think independence is good. I don't think independence from God has served anybody well. Okay, no. there's not, there's not, a, there's not, a, there's not a, uh, uh, I mean, we can go around and around about this all day long, but uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how many people have. You know, with being independent from Christian thought or Judeo-Christian thought, have done anything, any kind of good in the world where human beings have flourished and prospered. There's not been one 
single culture in on earth that has ever lasted that uh, was not Judaic that that human beings have fl have flourished and um, uh, and prospered uh, as human beings as human beings. Right. Um, and that's why that's why socialism is dangerous. Why communism is dangerous. Uh, they're all. I mean, if we if we just go through. Atheism versus Christianity. I know people say that religion starts wars, religion kills people. If you do the actual stats, is it one 170 million people died at the hands of atheistic uh, tyrant regimes uh, versus, and I'm not saying this is good, versus maybe, I don't know, 7 million at the hands of, you know, Christian. Now, I'm not saying that's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so it's a, it's a, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying this either. All atheists do that. I'm not saying that. You know, but I'm just saying no. the, the the fact that our, all Christians were, you know, for the crusade because we definitely weren't. You I know, mean, look, um, at, look at Saul becoming Paul. Saul was the, oh, yeah. I mean, complete antithesis of a Christian, killing them, finding them intentionally so that he could kill them until the bright light and God went, whoa, hey, what are you doing there, my son? God, is that like, you? Yes, absolutely, that's, that's me. I mean... Saul like, became Paul because it was the transition, the death to his old life of taking away from God, and then it became building the church and bringing people to him. Like, what was it like at the very first prayer meeting with Paul? After he just, like, killed your nephew, killed your dad, and everything like that, Paul's like, let's hold hands and pray, close your eyes. And yeah, like, that's oh, it. Yeah, my, my, my Everybody's bad. got one eye open. Everybody's yeah, got one yeah. eye open looking my, like, is this is this a setup? I heard yeah, Pastor say that. My, that was a yeah, my bad, moment. yeah. Yeah, I mean that. That's just, that's crazy. I promise, I've changed. I promise. There was a uh, right, right, right. No, you yeah, last week, okay. bro. Last week, you dragged <laughs> yeah, out yeah. and slit his throat. Okay, you know. So it's there had to be some some massive things. So I, I think that's also um, one of the the clarifying things about Christianity is that people have come in contact with Christianity. Lives really dramatically change. You know, authentic Christians, Bible believing Christians. Uh, and there is a love, a peace, a joy. Uh, Saul never became Paul. Roman folks are the two different ages. Okay, Nick. Nick the theologian always has to come up and clarify everything because he's a seminarian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was. He was renamed. In he Christ. was renamed. Come on, Nick. Give us our, <laughs> our back with theological, you know, neutral things. I'm sorry, Nick. He's going to come down and beat me up. Um, yeah. so, you, may, you may be the one with a bag of poo on fire on your porch. I know. But I think that that's, that's one of those things that, like, you know, as as people, it's for a man's family to think he's God, for a man's mom to think he's God, let's just start thinking that through. So have your brothers and your sisters who are raised with you worship you. Let's just go play that out. How many of your brothers and sisters are going to worship you? <laughs> We're going to get that down, right? Right, right, yeah. My sisters, will, my sisters will very quickly tell you, Bradley's not God. Yeah, yeah. The poo of Christ compels you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Br Bradley's sister, uh, she's uh, she's the one that sent me this. Um, oh, that's so right. just got the uh, uh, of mullet Bradley. Ooh. So, yes. Hey, and that hairstyle's coming back, Bradley. So yeah. It is. It's all over YouTube. Yeah, we're out the achy breaky bad mistake. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you won't find me doing that. I won't do yeah, that. not not at all. So so let, let's uh, the next question, uh, in which I've never really, I, I I've never delved into the research, and you know I I know what some people say, but I I want to talk about uh, the rapture. If I don't understand what it is, some people believe uh, the rapture Ooh. is a prophecy that foretells when aliens believe the time is right and we have mastered Earth. 
um, and humans become, I guess, worthy, if you will, uh, they will come back for us and show us all that, 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 that is, you know, they'll take us back to the planet we came from. I honestly, and honestly, I don't know what you see all the memes, people floating up. And uh, so what, what is, okay. Okay. What, what well, is, what is the rapture? First off, this show is going to last about six more hours now with just oh, okay. one question, and we will just scratch the surface of it. Together. Okay, condense, condense. Dude, I'm going to lock and load on this one, bro. Where's my yeah. gun? I yeah. got a demo box. It's, I got some peanut butter. Let's go. Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm glad I lit my next cigar, the EP Carrillo, I mean, no in Connecticut, because, oh, man, here we go. I, I'm, I'm getting know, ready to, re, uh, to light up the uh, the Aladino uh, nice. Corojo. Well, it, when when you look at the book of Revelation, uh, it was it was given, all of this as a dream was given to, to John, the apostle, the disciple apostle. Um, and Nick's going to give you why disciple is different from apostle. So go ahead, Nick. I'll let you do that. Um, <laughs> Nick's just um, rolling around his theological. I know, right? I don't like these guys are talking. Two different terms, two different terms. So, so the rapture is not just discussed 100%. and talked about. Uh, rapture is more to do with Mormon. Yes. Um, yes, But the, the rapture was not just talked about in Revelation. It was also talked about in, Nick, I'm going to need your help on this one, or Brad, if you know, it was either First or Second Thessalonians, those who have fallen asleep, I will bring up with me as well. Um, and and so the rapture is is going to be, not not as the Bible, the Bible says, maybe, but it, it will be a time where there will be a battle between God and Satan, and God will bring his children, believing Christians, to him in heaven. Uh, but there will be tribulation. There will be a multi-multi-year reign of, of Satan and demonic power over the world, and Jesus will come back. It will become his, all those different things. Um, so it's, 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 it's a multi-part explanation, Kevin, um, but the rapture, essentially, to put it in the smallest nutshell, is God will bring his people to him in heaven for eternity. Uh, and there, and whether you're post-trib, pre-trib, all those different things, I won't get into all that kind of stuff. Uh, but in a nutshell, the rapture is God bringing his children to him for all of eternity. Uh, and, and there will be battle, war, weeping and gnashing of teeth, two prophets left here on earth to continue God's message, all those different things. That, in a nutshell, is, is the rapture at... I mean, it's not—it's like the seed for the nutshell, Brad. So, so, so all, all of Earth ceases to 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 be. Like, there's nothing. There's well, nothing left. Like pre, post, ah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then there's yeah. Pan It's like me. I just things all pan out in the end. You know. So, here's here's my here's my thought. First off, Nick is incredibly accurate. Put his thing on back up there about about the Mormon faith. He said something about uh, alien ships yeah, coming back to take the rap- yeah. yeah. So. The, rap, the idea of the rapture is only about 150 years old, just to so understand that. It was never something that was actually taught or thought through in the early church. It's very, very new. It's actually very uh, almost Americanized. It's an Americanized uh, theory. It doesn't come actually from the Mormons. I believe it actually comes from the Seventh-day Adventists. Um, and what it what it does, uh, it has, has hints of Mormon theology in it, but um, it was, it was it, who is it? Med- Mary Baker Eddy, who was the first one that was a proponent to it. Um and somehow, I can't remember who grabbed onto it in Christendom, but somebody grabbed onto it, thought that that's what the Bible was talking about, and, and started to explain away all these different things. Now, here, here's what I'll say about, about the rapture. Um, there does seem to be a, a time in Scripture where God's people, please do not watch the movie The End, okay, and think that that's what the rapture is, okay? It is a hilarious comedy 
with Seth Rogen, uh, way too much weed, and James Franco. Okay, so that's about it. Um, but uh, what what you have to understand is uh, it, it's all about Christ's second coming. The rapture is, and the, and people in the church are greatly divided on when the church goes during that time. There's people that believe that uh, we are literally caught up in the air is what the word the term says and i think i think where's it go 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 go. no no where's nick i need nick in on here okay hold on a sec pull him up pull his comment up new testament technology centered bodily resurrection all ever since abolished entire things are made new that is christian means and still has scars (laughs) (laughs) that's all i needed to know that's all i needed to know uh so and it and it does it does hinge on Christ. The whole thing is about about Christ. Uh, are you in another beer? Yeah. Do you want one? Oh yeah. Um, so the the idea is the wins, the wheres, the hows, and the time periods and all this kind of stuff. That is tremendously debated in Christianity. Yes. Most people believe one. Most almost all Christians believe this. This is all Christians should believe this. Remember, I told you before about the closed handed things and the open handed things. The closed handed things are Jesus is coming back. Yes. When? We don't know. That's the open thing. Now, can we debate this and talk about all the ins and outs? And does it make really good movies with Kirk Cameron? Sure. Okay. Yeah. If you think those movies are good. Okay. But the reality is how all that stuff happens and when it's going to happen and so on and so forth is a matter of brotherly debate, not a matter of like division or anything else like that. Thank you, bro. Um, so it's a, it, it's one of those things that I, I think that people divide on and debate. And I have, ne- and I just recently have heard about this, Kevin, what you're talking about, that the aliens are going to bring us back to Jesus and that, that that's going to happen. And that's how the aliens fit into it. God, God sends aliens to come get us. By the way, if that is anywhere near true, the U.S. government sure knows about it because there is so much stuff being released right now about all that. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about government cover-ups. I want to talk about crazy stuff that's happening, and I want to talk about how many more shutdowns we're going to have until we can all get back to normal. Now and let's that get into leads me to my next question, Brad. I love it. 144 official sightings, and only one, one can be explained because it was actually a balloon, uh, unlike the uh, Roswell incidents, which was not a balloon. Um, what, what are they? What are they hiding from us? So are they hiding that aliens are real? Are they hi- hiding that that they know God is real? What, what is what is what is the government hiding from us? Now, Tim, you live out in California, Brad, Arizona. You guys see all the sightings. Tim, you live in California. I'm in yeah. Southern California. What, yep. What part? What part? Corona. Corona. Okay. Okay. So good by beer. Riverside. Good beer. Good beer. Okay. Okay. By Riverside. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Tim, go ahead and answer the question. You first. Uh, so what do I think they're covering up and what's really going on? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it back to my answer for our aliens real, the government. Well, I'll preface it this way. If you've seen the movie and we just watched it on Amazon prime or Netflix, whatever it was, uh, with Chris Pratt, 
uh, the War for Great Tomorrow. Great movie. Phenomenal movie. Oh my gosh, yes. Now, the conspiracy theorists are, are all going to put on their foil caps right now, and they're just going to cheer and raise their hands. What if that is, and this is purely conjecture, what if that is a Hollywood movie made to depict what the government already knows, and they've seen spaceships coming and things like that, and we're already in the beginning of that time, and the ice is starting to melt, and they're clawing their way to the top. Who knows? But... Um, but my take on it is government likes to cover up a lot. You go to any government around the world, and they have their secrets, and they have the things they want to tell people. I mean, another good movie about government cover-up is Wag the Dog with Dustin Hoffman. Phenomenal movie where the government is portraying what the war was, in their eyes, what they wanted people to see compared to what it actually was. So do I believe there's a cover-up or there's different things going on? Yeah, to a certain degree, I, I believe there is because we know that there are current-day cover-ups related to coronavirus, related to um, cancer research, related to pharmaceuticals, related to you name it. There is, there is information the government has that is being covered up in a, a whole smattering of different ways. Um, but I, I, I think that they're only comfortable releasing certain things because society is so conditioned and brainwashed now that government is the truth that if they released some of these things, they can go, okay, we know they're going to believe it because they believe that these different crazy things have already been going on. Um, so I think that they're, they're releasing what they're comfortable with, with whatever information they have. And, and let me just say this too. Their information is just their perception of it as well. Who's to say that they have the actual facts? It's their interpretation of what they try to explain has happened. Absolutely. Uh, if you think that the government has your best interest in mind, <laughs> keep drinking the Kool-Aid. Tim, Tim, Tim knows that living in California alone. Yeah, the yeah, government, California, the California, government, yeah. the Matt Booth, did Matt Booth put that, that packet of cigars out says, trust your government with the Indian holding the, with the cigars? Such a great concept. Such a great concept. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I just play one on TV, but I'm telling you this. There is, there is no doubt that there are cover-ups for everything you could ever imagine. Um, the government does not want you to know everything. It is, and I know they want you, they want to say things like Bradley's a domestic terrorist because he has an AR, uh, because he leans right. He's, he's, he's. We gotta, we gotta put him in jail. Well, I guarantee you, dude, it will not surprise me in the next ten years if anyone who questions anything. You know, whether it's a vaccine or anything else like that, they will be labeled as a domestic terrorist, you know. And because I have questions that the very first vaccine ever approved by the U.S. government that hasn't had 10 years of testing, I have a question about that. All of a sudden, I'm a domestic terrorist. But remember, it's 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 they call it a vaccine and they don't have side effects. They they have. Um, oh, what were they called? Uh reactions to it. it's your body's response to the vaccine and yeah. it's not a vaccine it is frankly a booster it's the annual flu shot for a very bad flu right, but it right. is not a vaccine a vaccine eradicates polio chicken pox you know all these all these other vaccines that truly get your body in a place where you will not get that disease this is a virus that people with the vaccine are still getting it's not right. a vaccine right it's it's a it's a it's a terrible it's a terrible pandemic. It's a real threat. Yes. And the fact of the matter that, you know, um, instead of boosting immune systems and putting a lot of research money into that and taxpayer money into bo bo boosting immune system research and everything else like that, 
We don't do that. We just try to create vaccine and spend billions of dollars on a stupid freaking. Uh, I know everyone's going to be mad at me for this, but it, I don't really don't care because I because I, I, I do care. My sister was in clinical research when she ever came in here, when, and she she has met she has read vaccinating reports like she could read them like in her sleep. The minute she saw this, she went she went bonkers on it. She was like, "Uh oh, uh oh, this isn't good." And I was like, "I know." Yeah. And now you have seventeen year olds dying in wheelchairs in large hearts, you know, who were otherwise healthy. Justin's aunt, yeah. oh, Justin. Yeah, his aunt had, uh, or no, his brother in law almost died um, from Justin. What ha- what happened to your mother in law with the vaccine? Come over here and talk in the mic. Come I here. think it was a freak accident, but uh, she got the Johnson and Johnson one. But uh, she's she got brain cancer. She's on some other antibiotics, and they um, they pretty much were like you have to get it or nobody's gonna be able to visit you or anything like that. So she got the Johnson and Johnson shot, and they actually sent her kidneys into acute kidney failure because of all the other medication that she was on for her brain cancer. Wow! And um, they ended up having to flush her kidneys. We thought she had a stroke. It was really bad. Yeah, see, I mean, the, the the issue is like what I mean. It, the, when the government, it used to be. I mean, what what did Thomas Jefferson say? Uh, about when stuff in your body. When, yeah, <laughs> Jefferson said when when the uh, when people fear, fear their government, it's tyranny, and when the government fears the people, it's liberty. You know, and I think that's the that's the thing we have to get back to is where you know the you know there's a there's a sense of real freedom, and the government stays out of your business. You know how? I mean, just talk about cigars for a second. The business that we're all in. You know how super regulated this is by the government. I mean, it's ridiculously regulated for something so simple as a whole organic tobacco leaf with really only two two ingredients and one side effect. Two ingredients and the side effect of nicotine has never been any worse than caffeine. Okay, that's chemically. I mean, honestly, think about that. Are there people allergic to caffeine? Yes. Can you have a Can you have a heart attack? Over caffeine faster than you can on nicotine. Yes, yeah. I mean it's just crazy. So I mean, you're just, you're, you're must ask you, you must ask you a question. Just, yeah. Justin must uh, ask you a question. Yes. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, it did. It was cute. It was cute. Um, so th- those are things that you know when I when I think about. I'm super mistrusting. I'm by no means a, a conspiracy theorist, but I'll tell you this much: there's some serious, crazy crap going on with this COVID in the name of trying to help people. Which, I mean, again, so here's what Thomas Jefferson said: If people let the government decide what foods they eat and what medicines they take, their bodies will soon be in as a sorry state as their souls of those who live under tyranny. Well, but he said lies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and look at it from from this perspective. I have personal perspective. <laughs> I have no problem with people that want to get the vaccine if they're immune system is compromised, different things. I mean, my wife is a cancer survivor, so if we took mm-hmm. precautions. She doesn't have the vaccine. Um, she hasn't gotten it and doesn't plan to. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you choose to, that's the American way. You choose to get the vaccine because you want to. When yes. you're being forced you to choose take to. it, yes. that, is, yeah. that, is not, that is not living in America where we have right. freedom of choice, freedom of religion, freedom of going, right. I don't want to go by this medical plan. I want to go by that one. But yeah. this is getting to the point and has gotten to the point where it's now let, let's I told another friend this uh, and a fellow believer that it used to be the people that were wearing masks or two masks because, you know, one's not enough, but two's perfect. But yet if one was good enough, you wouldn't need two of them. 
but but that the people that were wearing masks, the anti-vaxxers, specifically just for this vaccine, were the ones going, oh, man, they're deathly afraid. What are you worried about? It's the flu. To now the point, at least in California and other states, where you have to wear them indoors if you're not fully vaccinated, it's now visibly shaming or segregating out the ones that choose not to get the vaccine because now you can see, oh, they're the ones that don't care about my life. So it's now gone from saving people's lives, government, end quote, you know, in quotes, to shaming and segregating and going, hey, I, I don't believe in this. So now you're going to publicly see. Now, I will just throw it out there. I live in California where we can identify how we want. So I, I actually identify as fully vaccinated. So, <laughs> okay. I knew that was coming. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I, I think, I think though, that um, – and while I understand the, the premise and everything, I'm just telling you guys out there in, in YouTube land or where we're going to see this, if you really think your government has the best in, in mind for you, you are fully wrong. You just really are, and you should really rethink you know, what it, what it takes to run a country. You are a cog that they want money from, and that's – I mean, the IRS is even a government-related you know, entity. It's a third-party entity the government pulled in – suck taxes out of you you know so i mean i'm just telling you i mean you guys know if you don't think the taxes are a bad thing which i'm sure somebody's going no not a bad thing you know yeah they are necessary for two things road development bridges and then military defense yes yeah that's it that's really that's really all you need it for and now they're going into everything else i mean my body my choice what about my body my choice vaccinated or not vaccinated i mean you want to play that game let's play the game bro you know you know Exactly. So, so COVID, uh, uh, man-made, created by a government. Is it uh, uh, one of the plagues? Is it as a new thing? Should we not? Should, should we not? Because that's what people say. We know we shouldn't be. We 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 shouldn't be uh, messing with it. The, the vaccine. It'll. It, it's a plague. It'll take out who it takes out. It'll yeah. leave the. It'll leave the strong. Um, is it something natural? I I, I don't hold know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It'll take out who wants to take out. Oh, so, so survival, so survival Millie, of the Aunt fittest. Millie who gets killed by COVID. Aunt Millie gets killed by COVID. You're like, sorry, Aunt Millie. Sorry, natural, natural progression. I'm sorry. So you just weren't strong fittest. enough. Yeah. You know, I you mean, were the weakest that, Kevin. That's so cool. You know, I mean, think about Aunt Millie for a second. That going to Kevin. Um, yeah, yeah, that, but that's what, that's what people believe. Some people like this. This is just one of the. This is one of the other plagues that that is coming. You know, we have the these these earthquakes and. You know, um, um, Haiti. You know, it's like, oh, they always say that, that, that's God that they, they want to wipe out the uh, the Haitian non-believers. This is the earthquakes no. in California. It's going to take out the not that's COVID. It's yeah, going to take have to out be a big one in California to take <laughs> us out. We're so used to them. Yeah, no, yeah. California's going to break off looking at the sea, and California's going to be under the sea. Going, hmm, wonder if something happened. You know, well, hey, let's, let's take it back to the Bible. Let's go back to Revelation for a second. Sure, Kevin, you're you're, you're talking about how you know this this man-made or man-made or government you know created whatever let's face it government is a man so it's all the yeah same yeah thing. yeah um but uh <laughs> but in the bible people go oh this is the end times let's face it my parents in their high school days were saying this is the end times <laughs> and that was 50 years ago and so you know they go oh, well it talks about plagues that take out a significant percentage of the world they talk about floods it talks about earthquakes it talks about this it talks about that Yes, you're absolutely right. But again, I, Brad, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you believe it the same way. This is God sitting back going, guys, you still haven't figured me out yet. Yes, I'm going to have the ultimate victory. 
but things are going to happen and you're going to say that this is my will and that I've created it for devastation. And it, I mean, they and they pull out the, oh, well, the Israelite nation. They pull this out and they pull that out. Um, we, we will forever until Jesus's return say that this is the end times because as you alluded to and mentioned earlier, Brad, people for you know 150 years have developed this end time rapture thing and it's like well we're going to look for signs to say that the end is coming and god's sitting up there going you guys why don't you just take it a day at a time and trust me yeah in that stuff sells book fear sells books oh fear sells books fear sells medicine fear sells everything you could ever imagine it, it, it sells comfort food that makes you fat and you can't go to the gym because the gym's closed down then you die of a heart attack and you're like oh my gosh what in the heck you know, and that was like Tuesday. So, I mean, like, so when you, when you, yeah. when you think about things in the broad perspective, perspective of the things, I, I agree fully with Tim, whether this is man-made or, you know, a, a God doesn't take God by surprise. God's not like, Oh my goodness. Oh, what they do? What do we do? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> he understands all these things. And so uh, one of the, one of the biggest things though, is, is it man-made? It sure seems like it's very strategic. You know, and, and what's happened. China um, virus. China virus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Steve kind of, Jobs divorces him after all this comes out, and Steve Jobs has been a name that's thrown around a lot for COVID yeah. and all that. It's like, okay, did she just say that's the last straw? I can't take it anymore right. with you. I'm not saying Steve Jobs is behind it. All the conspiracy theorists. Not Steve Jobs. Not Steve Jobs. Bill Gates. Bill yeah, Gates, yeah. And, and, you know, and so Melissa Gates. Damn it, he got, he got the chip in me, and then he screwed everything up and bounced. <laughs> but, but you know, his, his wife Melissa is like, hey, that's it. You know, I'm done. And unfortunately, you know, divorce and, you know, how God views that, I, I view it the same way. But, uh, but yes, you know, could you say that it's man-made? Could you say this? Could you say that? Whether it was man-made or not, it, it, it has come. It is here, and it's the way that we handle it that matters because the way that we move forward, do we believe the fear tactics, which many people are, but I talked to someone this weekend in Michigan when I was just there and uh, they said that, uh, you know, it's, it's clear to see that if you were to take a poll on where our political climate is as a nation, most people, if they really gave their honest opinion of it, felt forced into the vaccine for their job, for family, to protect people, a fear tactic, but most of them probably don't agree with where our political government has taken the country, where things are, and it's not as bad as we've been made to believe. Mm. Yep. Mm. So, 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 what do you, you know? Um, um, and I have a question for for both of you. Um, and uh, when we're talking about vaccines, that could be cancer, it could be whatever, you know, the coronavirus. Um, that there are, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I, I would, I won't say a lot, but there are, from what I read you know, like we shouldn't be messing with that. Like that really should be survival of the fittest. You know, it really, like we are playing God by creating these vaccines, okay. by okay. By, extend, by extending the life. Um, and I, I don't know because I'm not on, on the Christian side of it, you know, is that, you know, but, but I feel like if, if God created everything, God created the ability to, extend our lives to make our lives you know better stronger you know to you know overcome cancer covid whatever you know you break well, your on. leg you know should should if you break your leg is that god's will and you shouldn't set it no no no, no, no no because i mean i mean most most new testament was written by a doctor dr luke yeah the uh, apostle luke i mean luke was luke was He's the most um, educated the apostle, disciple there luke was. was the most educated disciple he's a doctor god talks about medicine 
uh, continue throughout scripture. So uh, medicinal things happening, you know, this whole, there's, there's cult-like things happening in Christianity where guys are like, if you have faith, drink strychnine and you'll live. And you're like, hold on a second. You know, that, that's, that's the same person saying, handle the rattlesnake, snake and yeah. bite you. And I don't like snakes or strychnine. So there we go. Um, so the, the, uh, the reality is I, I don't think that Christianity in any way, shape and form is anti-medicine or anti-vaccination. I don't think that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think we're talking about something that happened so quickly, so fast. It was so overblown. The reaction hasn't been as strategic or as involved, I think, as we would want it to be with the private sector. Okay. Or the private sector that was involved was a ginormous money-making politically schemed part. And we're talking about Pfizer. We're talking about all the, all, I mean, big pharma, essentially. That was the only thing. So if you get smaller guys in vote, no, he didn't. Come on. Come on. You know that that's 25 percent. He wrote half, half. I mean, what? so he, Luke wrote Luke wrote um, the book of Luke, which is the longest of all the Gospels. And then Luke wrote, um, what else did Luke write? He wrote something else. He did. I don't know what it is, but it did. I promise you he did some You know, um, I, I you at, John and Peter significantly wrote, I mean, high percentages oh, as well. Well, Paul. Paul wrote, Paul, I'm sorry, not Paul. Paul. Half of it, yeah. Um, yeah. But Luke wrote something else. I forget what it was. Sorry. I'm, I'm, oh, Acts. Acts of the Apostles. Yeah, yeah, that was all Luke. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Luke and Acts is 25. No, it's not, Nick. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to transcribe the writing of a doctor into the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't. And, 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 and what is a, what is a, a doctor like 2,000 years ago? I mean, I mean, it's... It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's like hit yourself on the head with a rock, you'll feel better. You know, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You out of here, buddy? Are you in the mar? Go eat these leaves, make them into a tea, and drink or and eat a pile of dirt and, and you, yeah. Take yeah, two just, and just, call me in the morning. Just, just rub some dirt on it. JB's got to go. JB's fellas. See ya. Let me know what you think about the rest of the show. Are you getting on tonight? Depends on how they on there. Because are you going? Where are you going? Oh, that's right. You guys are doing something. I forgot, your, I forgot your birthday. Sorry. Anyways, very smooth, sophisticated, all that. Parts and term agree. Great. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Hey, Nick. Nick and I need to go to Bible college together. That's a problem. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think, too. I think the, uh, what do you say? You got ghosts in your blood. There's some leeches too. <laughs> oh, but, t- oh, I wanted to circle back to something you said. That mm. sounded like Gensaki. Circle back. Um, <laughs> Topher wrote a great song about that. You guys should listen to it called Circle Back. Um, but uh, you said Watchers. You said oh, Watchers a few times. Yeah, yeah. So in, in the Bible, usually we, we put everything in, in terms of angels or demons. Uh, there are other spiritual beings in the scripture. And yes. we don't know how many there are, but we all know some of them are named. And the Watchers are one of them. You know, and we don't know what that, I mean, Noah, did you see the uh, the Hollywood version of Noah with uh, Russell no. Did you ever see that? It was really interesting because he took a, took the term of what watcher was there, and there were angels cast down by God, and that would walk the earth, and so on and so forth. They weren't demons; they were angels. I thought that was interesting, but um, there's not a lot of things said about watchers. There's some things said about seraphim, cherubim, that are thank you, bud, um, that are different um, uh, spirit beings, if you would, spiritual beings that that kind of fall on God's side of things. But there are other beings that fall on different stuff. So we don't always know, you know, what's what 
what is there and so on and so forth. And not only that, but there's this creepy Scooby-Doo spooky version, um, not version of scripture, but um, verse in, in the Bible, it says, be careful entertaining strangers because some of you guys have done so uh, with angels without even knowing it, yes. you know, and uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I could tell you stories that, you know, make me, you know, curl up in a ball at night and suck my thumb when I hear them. You well, know, most people take that that you know they're also entertaining angels. They take oh God, God's got an angel here, and so I'm being entertained by, by someone from God. You know, they're they're it's an interesting perspective uh, that there there are the positive and the negative with the angels and principalities and, and oh absolutely. Kind of I mean, in, that, in, the, in the demonic realm, there's there's there are literally ranks of demons, ranks of demons, and so on. And these are not like I'm just telling you 100, dude. I, and Kevin, we've gone over this before. Every Halloween, we do a, a whole show on this. Um, I can't wait for next Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. I like I'm a big Reformation Day guy. Um, but uh, in all honesty, you know, demons are very real. Um, they're very involved in everything that's going on. Um, you know, and, and decisions that we make. That I mean, all the things you can you can imagine. You know, um, there's no, there's no, it's, there's no, there's, there's no coincidences that are out there, you know, in, in Christian theology, there isn't, there is, there is sovereign choice and, and free will to predestination, all that kind of stuff, you know, um, that really uh, is, is creepy. And if you're not careful, some people can invite that stuff you know, into their life and so on. So I, I've told you, Kevin, I have, I have experienced demonic stuff like, like crazy for, so Tim, for the better part of my 20 years in ministry, um, my, my wife and I would believe this. My kids would believe this. Um, we, we thought there were demonic um, angels assigned to us specifically, you know, to hinder us from ministry. Um, I didn't sleep through the night for probably 20 years. Yeah, 20 years, dude. 20 years. Well, and I know that they're real because I was at a men's training camp. Some would call it a retreat. It's not. A, you you go through some serious work in your Christian faith as a man of God. Mm. Uh, where we were praying over one of the guys there that had some, some medical issues and conditions and different things like that. As we're praying, one of the guys that's in um, a, a men's Bible study group that I belong to uh, opened his eyes and looked. He was standing across from the fire pit where we were praying over this man. And he saw evil spirits he saw demons over us as we were praying over this man mm -hmm. and when we said amen and we were done praying over him he came over and he said we need to pray because i saw and felt such evil presence and demonic presence here in that moment we need to cleanse ourselves from all of this and mm -hmm. so we did and he was trembling because he understood tangibly not through folklore not through stories he understood, and we were all experienced firsthand in the um, tangible reality of evil spirits and demonic presence and all those different things. Uh, and and so we ended up praying over the guy and and cleansing ourselves after through prayer and doing all that and surrendering it all to God, mm -hmm. using you know praying in authority by Jesus' blood, all these different things. And we went through all of that, um, and we literally stood there and, and in tune listened to. Uh, as a unified group of men, God, what do you want us to do? And one of the guys said, we can't go back to our cabin yet. We need to We need to stay here for a few more minutes. And we don't know what it was for. We don't know why, but we listened to what God said. We went back, and as we're walking back, 
Um, you know, I'm in my, you know, in my head, I'm praying, okay, God, whatever's going on, I cast it out, all these different things. We got back and it was, it was a peace-filled cabin that we were in, but I can guarantee you, and I'm convinced that if we wouldn't have paused, listened to God, and done what he was calling us to do and asking us to do, we would have prematurely gone back to the cabin and the um, the spiritual warfare would have continued and it would have brought other men of God, other brothers into it without them even realizing it. And we absolutely could not let that take place. Right, right. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, for there's I was part of Kansas Crusade for Christ okay. for about five years. And the stories from missionaries, particularly overseas, there's one that I can remember that really gets me goosebumps as I think about it. There was a young lady um, who had to travel between two villages, and uh, she was being begged by one village not to go back to the other. It was at night, and uh, because this other village was known as uh, the, the way that she was taken was known to be, um, you know, haunted by these headhunting tribes that would come, they would kill you, and so on and so forth. And um, she says, "No, I, I believe God's going to protect me, and that's what's going on." And uh, so she walked this path, and as she was walking, she finally came to the next village and so on and so forth. But as she was walking, the villagers that were waiting for her saw her and ran from hmm. her and went back into their, their, uh, their uh, what do you call it, their, their huts or whatever. And the chief finally came out and said to her, um, who are the men that were walking with you? She goes, I was all alone. And he goes, no, there were two great white beings walking with you. Uh, both with great blazing swords, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's my God. You know, that that's my God. When I look at Jesus, I look at the book of book of Revelation, verse 19, coming back, got a tattoo on his thigh, blood drip, <laughs> eyes blazing, sword bearing, coming to whoop open a can of whoop ass on everything that did not yield to him. That's what I believe. I mean, the first yeah. time he came, he came in meekness. The second time he comes, he comes as conquering king. You know, yes. I, I love that aspect of it. And that's that's the, I mean, you know, it, it, this this idea of Jesus being just this meek, mild-mannered person. Like, he's like, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> Don't forget, man, he was crucified. If you understand what crucifixion is, you know, it, they, it, it was just brutal. Brutal. You and know, you die by suffocation. Did. Right. Yeah, right. you die by suffocation. It's like, oh, you're gonna bleed out and you're good. No, you die by suffocation because you yep. can't pull yourself out to catch another breath. Days and on the cross. It, yeah. it, and it's it's crazy. I mean, uh, one more story about the 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 good angels, if you will. Uh, my dad was in a car accident that almost killed him. He he, a drunk driver merged too far over. My dad flipped in a car, landed on the roof, and slid for 300 feet into one of the the houses in the front yard, mm. and. Uh, two cars behind my dad was a guy that witnessed it all. Turns out that he went to high school with the police officer that's taking the report. Um, and my dad wanted to go to that guy's house. He turns out he lives, and this was uh, 25 miles from home when my dad was commuting home from work. So it turns out that guy that witnessed everything uh, that was high school buddies with the, the cop that was taking the report lived a mile and a half from our house in Ranch Cucamonga. And, uh, and my dad went because he knew the address. He was given the address. Went up to that house, knocked on the door, and wanted to thank the man for everything that he did. Knocked on the door. The door opens. And he says, hi, I'd like to thank. And I don't remember the guy's name, so I'm not going to make one up. But it is, I'd, like, I'd like to thank so-and-so. 
And the person that answered the door says, there's no one here that, that live, no one lives here by that name. That, that person doesn't exist. My dad described him physically, all that kind of stuff. We are convinced to this day that it was one of God's angels protecting my dad, giving him the, um, the support that he needed in that time where he was almost killed. Um, so there are very real spiritual beings, angels, whatever label you want to put on it here on earth, as the Bible says there are, to protect us, to watch over us, and to guide us as God says needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, Kevin, you got more than you bargained for. You no, know no, this, this, is, this, is, this, this is why these are my favorite shows, because because there, there are questions, there are stories. I, I love the stories. You know, I have questions that, that, that I, you know— that, that you, you can't trust everything on the internet. So I trust you guys, you know, it's a, you know, I, 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 I thirst for knowledge, you know? So and I, I think you've well. spoken the least on this show than any of your others. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because I, I was like, I like you got, you guys are the host and I'm just sitting back going, I'm just taking in all of this, all of this information because I, I love it. I, I know our, our viewers, our watchers, our listeners, they absolutely love it. And yeah, um, right. It, Angels aren't always good. Yes. So, so, um, you both, you wake up one night, you're laying in bed, strange glow outside your bedroom window. You, you walk, you walk outside. There is a craft that you have never seen before. Beings that you've never seen before. Door is open. You know, you know, the, the landing pad is down, not saying a word. They're just would come in. Do you, do you, no questions asked. Do you go? Do you, do you, you get into that ship. Ooh. Well, if it's uh, okay that I bring my AR, uh, yeah. I walk outside to greet who's ever in my yard, whoever yeah. lives in my yard, and I'm, yeah. I'm out there and I'm and they're not shaken by the AR, and it looks like I, I can ding the craft and it looks real, and I'm like, I have some questions now. If no, they, no, no, no questions, Brad. No questions. No questions. There's Ooh. just a there's just a ramp, a door, a ship you've never seen. No. Do you get do you get in that no. ship? No, no, no. no and, no. and and here's what I would do before I even entertain whether I was going to go in that ship or not. I would literally stop and pray mm-hmm. in Christ's authority and say, God, is this real? Ordain my steps. Am I supposed to or not? And and if they are a a an evil spiritual being, the power that Christ, Mama says, never candy. Yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, yeah, unless they've got candy, and it's got to be good candy. But full, um, full size stickers. Yes. Full, thank you. Full size. Yes, yes, full size. But if if uh, and I firmly believe when praying in Christ's authority, I'm, I'm going through and finishing a book called "I Give You Authority" by Charles Craft. Brad, you would really enjoy mm, that book. Yes. Um, and uh, and I firmly believe that uh, if that were a place where it was an evil demonic presence. Praying in authority, when I open my eyes, much like the story you shared, Brad, of there be two being two beings there from God as protection, that if it is something that is not of God and it is prayed in authority and cast out, I will open my eyes and it will be gone. If it is mm-hmm. from God, then, okay, God, you created this being, then it, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to go in there, but we'll yeah, see what happens. Dude. Yeah, not for all the full Bart Snickers. They'll bring them out I, to me. I, 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 I'm... I'm, I, I, I get Jessica and I were just talking about this. First of all, I'm getting in the ship, period. I knew you would. I, I'm Nobody just getting doubted in. that, Kevin. So, so, we, so we, we, we were actually watching like Rick and Morty the other night. And then you know, he, he, so he's got like the portal gun. So, so you know, just you, you're, you're walking along, a giant portal opens up in front of you. Do you go through it? 
I, I run through it. I, I have to know it's on the other side. I, I have okay. to know. Quick, quick question. Have you seen Tomorrow War yet? No. Chris Pratt? Oh, so good. You got to watch it. Oh, we're gonna, not we're only run- is it good, it answers so many questions about fathers today. It yes. really does. I mean, there's so much in there. Chris Pratt's a Christian, so I there's expect There's a theological it. story in support oh, of that entire movie. It's an incredible movie. It, and there's, I mean, the, I mean, just as a, as a pure entertainment, it's very entertaining. You know, so it's it's really good. But I'm telling you what, Kev, watch it tonight. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, do you have Prime? If not, I just give you yes. a um, yeah. So it's, uh, I think. That, that's not very un, very unchristian like to be given out for you. <laughs> Pay for it, don't I? Yeah. Is that how oh, I'm allowed to do that? Sorry, Amazon. No, yeah. no, yeah. I'm just the, teasing. All the prices yeah. are different for Bradley. It, it, it's just like there's only yeah. the three people that subscribe to Netflix. Just the yeah. three. Everybody <laughs> else, everybody else has their password. Yeah, right. right. The uh, but I I think the 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 question there if, if you know do you go with the unknown and everything like that? I mean, there's obviously a part of me that wants to, of course. You know, there's the other part of me that just goes, look, I've been around the been around the sun a few times now. So I've got some I've got some responsibilities here, like Jamie and three kids and, you know, things like that that are, you know, I have grandbabies on the way and things like that that I want to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm here for. So is, is that is that break? Is that breaking news? Oh, no, no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just saying like one day. Oh, that oh, oh, okay, oh OK. I'm closer to grandpa than I am anything else. So oh, uh, OK. Cause I, I, I was going to message Charlie Minata half wheel uh, breaking news. OK. No, but I, I hope that does come soon. But I mean, you know, I, I there there's just all the question, all the all the responsibility of zeal cigars, things like that. This doesn't happen without me, you know. I know that. So I mean, there's there's things that like that would prevent me from. There's things. There's a whole reason I don't skydive, you know. There's yeah. all, there's, there's just like I mean, not that I'd be, you know, hundred. I'm sure it is, you know. <laughs> but but there's also a reason why I take my risks on the back from a motorcycle. I I yeah. love that. I enjoy it and. You know, it's it's my favorite ten minutes of my day. You <laughs> going ten minutes of the street, and that's why I take my I make my commute longer than it needs to be, just so oh, I can yeah. ride more. You know, um, I love riding. But I think it's I think it's uh, in all honesty um, a great question because the, obviously, given this part of me that want to and find out what this is all about, you know. But you know, the other, the other reality is I have responsibilities here and so on and so forth, and you know, the Lord would cross through my mind is. So something of God is something of not because I've been I've been in situations not like that, but it's something that was directly in my path. And I'm like, I mean, business decisions, you know, yeah. um, where somebody wanted to buy my company, you know, yeah. and, I, and I'm like, this is not this is not the right time. This isn't the right. It's a great offer and everything, but it's not the right time. And I don't want to do that. I still have a lot of building left to do. And I, I really like what I do. I get to. I get to create and I get to do things like this. I mean, if Zeal Cigars wasn't owned by the Reef Family Investment Company, I mean, I'd really have a problem, you know, at, at that point, just because, you know, maybe someday it won't be, but right now and for the next umpteen years that I'm that I'm here on earth or 20 years, whatever it is. So I, I want to go at like 70. I want 70. I want to, I'll be like, you know, 70. I'd be like, Lord, it's enough time. It's, <laughs> it's, it's enough time. I'm ready to come home. Just, you know, 70 is, 70 is long. So, um, but uh, I'm only—that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so okay, so I'm the only one that know. Like I'm running up the ramp, pushing the alien out of the way. Yeah, I, I got it. Okay, but the question is why? Why? Why would you do it? That's a great. Yeah, yeah. Why? Just, just the, 
just to find out, you know, just that little, like I said, I'm, I'm a, a, a seeker of knowledge. I, I have a thirst for knowledge, just, you know, just to have that little bit of, you know, like what else could there be? You, you just know? want to have no, no, no. really phoned home. Yeah. You know, now if they said, you know, you know, come on, come aboard the ship. You can never come back. No way I'm going. But it's like, hey, you know, we're we're gonna take you for a little ride. You know, it's a, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm I'm up for a little ride. You know, so so say, okay, so yeah, say, no, 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 I have a question. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I have a question. yeah. So all the things that we see coming out as UFOs right now. Yeah. Okay, all the stuff, all the stuff. You know, and Brent, Tim, you got like a luscious, luscious locks of fair. Look at that. I know. I'm jealous. I, I am. I get every, the every time, runway. Look at that, dude. Every, every time he after. does that, I'm like, he's mocking me i know <laughs> i'll do this like, is that better he's like he's like he's like what's up ladies yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm and, sorry and, i'm making any next any any time i'm on with kevin next this will be the screenshot he uses yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> well but so with all the stuff that we see happening with ufos and everything else like that and it's significant i mean don't don't get me wrong they're significant yep. my my question has always been so you know, I mean, I, I'm, I hope I'm not telling you guys things that are new. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. But you know the SR-71 Blackbird that was released in 1971. What do you say, Kevin? We make so much money on the alien talk circuit. Yeah, <laughs> you would, man. Um, so here, here's the reality: in 1971, the the SR-71 Blackbird was released. Yeah, we had that technology in '49. The whole the whole thing was done. Yeah. Back in the back in '49, so it was flying around and everything like that, and people thought, especially over in Russia, we were spying and everything like that, because they were our adversaries since the '40s. Um, we were still trying to figure out things. So my question is, who has this technology that can, you've seen the videos that a little spaceship or whatever this thing is, Tic Tac they call it, goes yeah. from here, stops, hovers, goes straight up down in the ocean, comes back out and takes off it. Mach 12, you know, which is like 12,000 miles an hour or something like that. Light speed to Endor. Right, right. So it's got to, so if it's mankind, it's either our government and our government covering everything up Uh or it's China, one or the other. Yeah. I mean, there's there's nobody else that has those kind of technologies, you know, maybe Russia and China together. I don't know, you know, but, um, or it's our government covering everything up. I mean, why, why not release this and be like, well, I don't know. It's the craziest thing. You know, I mean, it sounds like a great cover-up. I mean, you know? let's face it. They thought Sputnik was going to kill us all back decades ago. Oh, right, right, right. right. Going to rain hellfire from space. You know, the Russians right. are going to get us, going to get us all. So, uh, so, yeah. so, so, so one last top question on religion. And then, uh, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll move on to my, my final question for you guys. So this is yes or no, yes or no. People in the chat panel can can chime in, yes or no. Ugh. No explanation. You 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 can't elaborate. Yes or no. You suck, Kevin. You suck. I know, dude. Yes. <laughs> so because because this this is a conundrum. It's it he's going to be like, have you stopped beating your wife? Yes or yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Jess is no. like, now you know what my life is like. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> so so could God microwave a burrito so hot that he himself could not eat it? How does that even matter? <laughs> yes, yes, he just won't eat it. He's yeah, no, yeah. So, so, so he's so so that means God's fallible. He, he 
He could he could microwave it so hot that he himself could not eat it. Kevin took the stupid rock illustration and went to a burrito. That's yeah, what he right. did. He took the did God created a rock that he himself couldn't lift. No, no, I I know I don't know about that. I just I just that's Homer Simpson. That was, that was Homer Simpson that 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 posed that question. Well, Kevin, I mean Homer Simpson, Kevin. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. So. My my answer is he he cannot create or do anything that is stronger than him or that can hurt him. Ooh. <laughs> and he elaborated. I second that. But I think God's burrito would be awesome, and it would be, be the best burrito in the world. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, and it would definitely be a Tex-Mex type burrito with uh, probably carne asada in there. Yeah, so that's just that's my personal opinion, and and a little bit of queso blanco. Oh, yes, yes, uh, agreed. So la- last question before we let you guys uh, uh, go. Wasn't that the um, last one? That, that, yeah, no, no, no. That, that was the last God question. When was the last time, like? Off the street, off the cuff, you guys were hanging out somewhere and a friend had some cigars. When was the last time and what was the cigar? Someone just handed you a cigar and you're like, you've never heard of it. Or or one that you'd heard of and, you know, be a Rocky Patel edge for all I know. Um, but when's the last time someone handed you a cigar, you smoked it, and you were blown away? Like, how have I not smoked this before? Like, how long ago and, and what was that cigar? I'm going to give you guys a, a minute. Well, I'll go with mine, and, and it's not manufactured anymore. It was a small, it was cigars by Nicholas J. Small, small, small. He guy Nicholas rolled them himself, sold them online. He's been out of business for the last two years now or so. He sent us a couple cigars, and I'm thinking, okay. I was with, I was with Dad smoking cigars, and we were just like, let's see what these are like. Uh, he had two ones. Uh, two of them, one was called uh, the Alma, and one was called the C, and they were uh, named after his dad's initials and his mom's initials. Uh, paying homage to them. The C by Nicholas J was one I looked at and I thought, okay, this has rolled pretty well. And I smoked it and I thought, oh my goodness, for a literally no name that nobody has ever heard of and you sent them to, to us to try out. I still have one in my humidor because I'm afraid to smoke it because there are no more <laughs> left after it. But that would probably be the one for me. No name cigar it was absolutely phenomenal. All right, Brad. While, while Brad's thinking, and 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 no, you know, I, I'm not I'm not trying to push you know people to, to, to zeal cigars. Mine was, and and I and I want to say it was Frank, Fowl, you know, that's uh, uh, watching tonight, but I'm not 100. percent The Coco Chemist um, yeah. by, by Zeal Cigars. I mean, he he that's sent great. me that, and um, um, blown away. I mean, it's like, how is this? How is somebody not picked this up? How is how yeah, is this not stuff, on other other shelves? And that cigar was just really just I mean, I, I could I have two stories, but one is similar to yours because the Coco Chemist was a mistake. It was <laughs> it was it was the wrong cigar sent to us by the manufacturer of that. And I I I, I call I called him immediately for a call tag and said, You sent me the wrong cigar, this says this, and it doesn't say what I was waiting for. And he goes, Oh, oh my bad, I'm so sorry about sending you a call tag. I like, I'm like, but I got a pack open right now. I'm going to smoke one of them. He goes, well, smoke it on here with me. And I'm like, it tastes like a chocolate cupcake. Did you infuse this with something? He goes, nope. That's all Maduro and like Dominican Maduro and Nicaraguan Maduro. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. He's like, well, I'm glad you like it. Do you want to keep it? I'm like, mm-hmm. We sold 7,000 in five hours. Jeez. It was, it was crazy. I never sold a cigar like that. I mean, it was five thousand and seven hours. I can't remember. I'm dyslexic. Give me a yeah. break. 
Um, so one of the, but it, it's still a lot of cigars, even the other way. Um, I've never seen anything like it. It still sells incredible for us. Um, so a cigar that I was surprised by. That I went, wow. Okay, the first time, so I get cigars all the time from all kinds of reps, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, the rep that um, the manufacturer had been looking for two years for a cigar, a Connecticut that I would like as much as I like Steve Saka's Sobre Mesa, um, the Brulee. I said, I want this cigar. And when he gave me the primordial, and I smoked it for the first time. It's the only Connecticut outside of the Sober Mesa that I was sad, literally sad that I was done with. The, I didn't have any more samples of. I mm. smoked that. I was like, this is so good. It tastes like cookie dough. And I was like, this is so good. What? And I, I asked him everything about the blend. Everything He's like, I'm not going to tell you too much, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, let me, can I, I need more. And he's like, I only have three. And he gave one to my sister, one to Justin. And I'm like, can you get more? He's like, well, yeah, they're down in Nicaragua. And I'm like, okay, so how do I get more? And we just did a deal that way. Um, but those primordials were the, the second, the last cigar that wasn't my own. The the cigar that I got that I that was a main brand that I was super I, I think I still think should have been cigar of the year was uh, my father Fonseca. I still okay. think that should have been cigar of the year. I think that's a cigar you give to anybody and they like it. I really do. From strong cigar guys to light cigar guys, I think they would all love the my father Fonseca. I'm surprised. I'll, I'll, I'll have to try that. Um, You've yeah. not had it. Chris, I, Christina's trying to find out if she can still get that cigar that. Okay, uh, uh, Christina Harrison um, uh, is the. Uh, um, um, the Coco Chem is still available. Yeah, it's on our website. Okay, I think it's in stock. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I, I have not. I have I'll not had that. Stock. I, I have not had the Fonseca yet. So yeah. So I'll have yeah, to, you uh, should, Kevin. You should try it. You should try. I gotta give you some then. I'll, I'll send it with my gift. I'm sending you anyways. All right. I'll do that so you can have that. But um, yeah. The the Coco is the Coco Chemist in stock. It should be in stock. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I, um, uh, I definitely want to thank you guys for coming on. Now, Tim, I, I watched uh, uh, um, your your show last night, the premiere of your show, and um, you ended uh, uh, the show in, in a prayer. I and did. and I am a, I am a big proponent of of, of prayer, not because uh, uh, praying to a, a, an almighty being or whatever, but I believe good vibes go out in, in good good vibes. They just go out. So. So, uh, uh, Tim, um, do, do you want to do you have uh, you want to end us with a, a little something? Absolutely. I'll end it in prayer and we'll go from there. I may be. Is this the first time anybody has prayed on your show, Kevin? Yes. Oh, what an honor. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you uh, thanking you for the two other men on this screen uh, that I've been blessed to share this time with and everybody that's been watching and commenting and contributing to the conversation. Uh, I thank you that questions came up that were not um, were not shallow, surface-level questions, but they were questions that come up that challenge us to think. And at the end of the day, they should challenge us to think in a way that looks to you and to your word for the truth, for the reality, and for what you have said is the truth, because it comes from you. 
Uh, I ask that you would bless everybody that's been watching this, uh, whether they're still on or not, that you would bless them and that you would protect them, you would keep them safe. Um, but above all, you would let them know that they are loved and that you are there as a refuge no matter what goes on in their life, good or bad. We should be looking to you for our sustenance. We should be abiding in you, continually held, making our abode with you. And I ask that you would bless everybody here, keep us all safe, and that you would just, uh, you would just be you and have your will done in our lives. In your son's name, amen. Amen. Hey, Kevin, you have, you have Tim's info? Yeah. Text me it, and I'll, I'll, te- I'll, I'll text Tim. Tim, I'll, I'll give you my info, and we'll chat some more. Absolutely. Uh, would love to. Thank, thank you guys so much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Kevin, as always, dude, you rock. You know you do. Thank you very much. And, uh, and everybody uh, watching tonight, listening on the podcast in the future, everything in the description below where you can find Brad and Zeal Cigars, uh, Cigar Show Tim, whether it be on his YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, Everything is already in the comment or the uh, the description below. So please, you know, hop on, give the guys a follow, um, and, and give them some loving because uh, the, these are these are my guys. So um, thank you guys for coming on and um, and and I, I, I love you guys. I, I really do. Love you too, bro. Love you too, bro. Love you too. You're and, awesome, man. And you know, every cigar reviewer has their stick, so I'm going to do mine <laughs> yes. on here because I have to, Kevin. That's yes. how it goes. But to everybody watching, enjoy your cigar journey. I'm Cigar Show Tim. As always, I'll see you. Brad? All next on the deal. <laughs> Cigar Review. <laughs> That's the only thing I got. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys have a good night. You see too. You,